Hey everyone, I'm Meg Teets and this is Sorta Awesome. And welcome back, Awesomes. You are listening to the show that is all about helping you be smart, strong, and social. We are in your earbuds every single week with all the awesome that you need to know. And you can find us on Instagram at Sorta Awesome Show or over on Facebook in our Sorta Awesome Hangout group. This is episode 237 of Sorta Awesome, and I'm joined this week by my longtime dear friend. We're as close as sisters because we are in fact, sisters, uh, middle school art teacher by day and sort of awesome regular by other days, Emily Harris. <laughs> Hi. Back. Welcome back to the show. It's great to be back. Thank you. Okay. So listen, it's spring break. You're finishing your spring break. We're starting ours, but we are in, well, kind of an unusual set of circumstances. Yes, this we are. Break, aren't we? Absolutely. So as Emily and I are recording, it's the end of the week. It's March 14th. And right now, at this moment in time, our entire country is starting to have a big response to the COVID-19 virus. So a lot of our plans have changed, right, Emily? Absolutely, they have. And pretty much all of them, yes. Yes, everything is changing as each hour ticks by. So here's the thing. Emily and I had been planning for weeks to do a seasonal spring show. You know, here on Sorta Awesome, we have a longstanding tradition of doing a top 10 things for each season of the year. Emily and I were really excited and we planned our episode, but then we decided, okay, you know what? We're going to make a few last minute changes because this spring 2020, well, it's going to be different from other springs. It's going to look different for everyone from a lot of other springs for sure. Totally, totally. So I just wanted to tell you that you guys, we know that there are some really difficult, challenging, frustrating, disappointing circumstances going on. We at Sorta Awesome, really try to focus on the positive and happy and good things in life. But at the same time, we recognize that sometimes life throws us a curveball and sometimes it can be really challenging. So we do not want any of you awesomes to think that we are just glossing over the fact that there is a worldwide pandemic going on, that many, many, many people are having to change plans, are facing some really big disappointments. We totally understand that. Our families are affected. We know that your families are being affected. Your personal lives are being affected. Your work lives are being affected. Financially. Yes. There's, I mean, like every aspect. Every aspect of life is being affected. And we totally get that. We also know that sometimes one of the best things you can do is just kind of take your mind off of the stresses for a while. Right. So we decided to kind of restructure our annual spring show by talking about 10 things to look forward to in spring of 2020. And these are all things that you can still experience, do, be a part of, even if we are all under some extended quarantine time. Listen, we still are living our lives and we're still doing the thing that Sort of Awesome has done from the beginning, which is to look for the awesome in the everyday, even when things are a little bit more challenging than usual. So Emily and I have a list of 10 pretty awesome things, I think, to still look forward to in spring 2020. We're going to get to all of that in just a few minutes. But first, Emily, let's go ahead and start this show the way we always do with our Awesomes of the Week. This is that moment in the show where we like to talk to you about, oh, whatever's making life a little more awesome right now, whether it's books or TV shows, movies, podcast products, whatever it is. Emily, I can't wait to hear what your Awesome of the Week is this week. All right. So my Awesome of the Week this week 
is called the DFB Guide, which stands for Disney Food Blog Guide channel on YouTube. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. Did I tell you that I became obsessed with this no. channel last summer? No. When Nika was born? All. <laughs> okay. This is so funny. <laughs> but this is your awesome of the week. Okay, I'm just going to... Mm, mm, yes, mm, let you, me... You explain what it is, okay. and then I'm going to have to tell you my own personal story of right, my obsession yes. with DFB Guide on YouTube. Okay, so they have a website, they have a newsletter, and then they have this YouTube channel, which, you know, I am completely obsessed with. And it's all things Disney. It's a lot... I think that their intent when they started out was to talk about food. Yes. Which I love food, so, you, you know... You love food and you love Disney. I love food and I love Disney. <laughs> And I think that now, please don't judge me. This is going to show you how absolutely dorky I am. But I think that I literally Googled like the top five resorts to stay at at Disney World. Now, let me make something clear, Megan. I have absolutely no plans (laughs) to visit Disney World in the next five years. No, or maybe even longer than that. I just love to hear and know what is current at Disney World because, as you know, we're both huge Disney fanatics. We have been several times as kids and as adults. And the narrator, AJ, her name is AJ. I think that's really cute and funny. She is just so engaging. The videos are not too long. Right. That's what I love. Another thing I love about the videos. And, you know, like, they just have the coolest stuff like they have the secrets behind disney world's most mind-blowing rides you know it's like it's a lot of insider stuff yes so i'm loving it i'm a little bit obsessed with their youtube channel so (laughs) tell me how you came across this (laughs) wonderful disney thing here okay i got introduced to the dfb guide via youtube and their amazing algorithm which apparently can just like do a body scan on you, sure. a mind scan, sure. and know what you're into. Yeah. I never have told YouTube that I was into Disney, <laughs> ever. But last summer when Nico was born, I basically made our bedroom, which you and I are in right now, yes. our like home base, like new baby home base. Right. Okay. So we have a Roku in here and I like to watch YouTube on the Roku app. And for whatever reason, Emily, YouTube just started going like, hey, you think you might like these Disney videos? <laughs> And I was like, okay, (laughs) sure. So I clicked on one and then I would click on the next and I would just let them play. It would literally be playing these DFB videos all day in the background. So I'd be nursing Nico. We'd be snoozing. You know, I was recovering from a Mm C-section. The kids would be running in and out. The kids would come in and watch a few with me and then they'd leave and then other kids would come in. It was like the soundtrack of my earliest days home with Nico. Was AJ's voice, not our, my daughter, AJ. Right, right, right. Yeah. AJ of Disney Food Blog, her voice and telling all of these cool facts about Disney. I probably have watched almost the entire archive oh, just because wow. it would just play yeah, it would just all the loop. time. Yeah. She just kept me company while I was nursing a new baby and recovering from a C-section. Right. So I cannot believe that we haven't talked about no, this. No, we haven't at and all. You just pulled up and you were like, here's my house of the week. And I was like, <gasps> it was like seeing an old friend who I haven't seen in a long time. Aww, so I love that. And I do think you're right. I think that they started out as just a blog that talked about like the best deals on Disney food, like right. which part, you know, when you're in which park, where to eat. Yeah. Snacks, all Snacks. That, that Disney dining yes. plan or whatever it is. Exactly. Yeah. So they do still have a lot of food related content, but they have so many that are just like rides and Disney behind the scenes and those types of things. But right. you and I, you're right. 
both of us have been to Disney World yes. twice as children and twice as adults. Yes. And when we were kids, in between our Disney trips, we would watch like these Disney videos on VHS. Oh. We would read the Disney guidebooks just for fun. Just for fun. Yes. So, oh, this is really nostalgic. I know. And also just like it brought Disney back into my current life. Absolutely. Yeah. So fun. Yay. All right. So okay. let's hear yours. Okay. Well, my Ask of the Week this week is a subreddit. It's something you and I have in common. Yes. That we both, again, came to independent of each other. Uh-huh. Is that we're both big fans of Reddit. Absolutely. You guys, I've said this before. I was really scared of Reddit for a long time because mm-hmm. I thought it was where mean people lived on the internet. Right. As it turns out, Reddit is awesome because you can still be anonymous. So there's that kind of like, I can still engage without people like knowing everything about me and those types of things. But Emily, there are some really smart people and really great discussions going oh, on. Absolutely. I mean, think of any topic that you're interested in and chances are you're going to be able to find that in Reddit. Absolutely. So my awesome of the week this week is a subreddit that's called female fashion advice. Okay. Okay. They refer to themselves on the subreddit as FFA. Okay. So FFA. Yeah. Which for us who grew up in Oklahoma, <laughs> FFA means something different. Yes. Future farmers of America. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's not my awesome of the week. Although that's a very awesome organization, I'm sure. Yes. But no, so female fashion advice. This is actually the first time a subreddit has been an awesome of the week on oh, the show. Like ever? Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, I've talked about Reddit on here before. This is the first time I'm officially making a subreddit an awesome of the week. Okay. So here's the deal about female fashion advice. First of all, they have over a million subscribers. So it's a really big and very active sub wow. on Reddit. Yes. One of my favorite things about it is that it's extremely well organized and it is very well moderated. Okay. As you know, and I will say this to all the awesomes who are maybe not as familiar with Reddit, every sub, that's what people call subreddits, every sub kind of has its own culture. Some subreddits really are mean and toxic and awful right. and not places and, that you would want to hang out. Yeah, there's no rules. Right. There's no guidelines. Exactly. Yeah. And then other subreddits actually have a really good moderating policies in place. And I think that Female Fashion Advice has really good moderators. They do a good job of making sure people are creating quality discussions on there. There's no spam allowed. And so it's really well run, Mm -hmm. first of all. Yeah. It's a place where you're just going to find really smart people talking about women's fashion. It reminds me of the days of fashion blogging before sponsored content kind of took over that whole genre of blogging. Right. So here's a couple of features I really love about the female fashion advice subreddit. First of all, they do always have a weekly deals thread. So if you're in shopping mode, if you're like, I need to pick up some new whatever, you can kind of read through that thread and see who's having a sale. But it's limited to one thread, which is nice because if you're not in shopping mode, if you don't want to be tempted by sales, if you're trying to, you know, stick to a budget, they also have these no buy or low buy challenges that you can be part of. And that's a sub-thread. So if you're like, I need to be on a no buy or only buying the essentials for the next few months, you can kind of have a community of support for doing that. Right. They have what are you wearing today threads, which are really fun. Just people show up where their outfit of the day is basically. That's cute. A new feature that they have is what are you wearing today? But it's a theme. Mm-hmm. So they'll be like, our theme for the week is botanical inspired, like whatever. Like okay. just these people submit ideas for themes. And so people will show how they interpreted that theme and show I pictures like that. of it. That's, that's so fun. fun. Yeah. They have inspo threads and albums. So if you know you want to rock a certain look, you can probably find an album of images that people have uploaded to kind of inspire you for that look. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And then what I super love is people will start specific threads. For example, like what's your holy grail black turtleneck? And then people will chime in and be like, my holy grail black turtleneck for real is over 15 years ago. Yeah, way over 15 years ago. I picked up from Harold's, RIP Harold's Clothing. Yes. In Texas. (laughs) I picked up from Harold's a black silk turtleneck. It's still going strong. Wait, it really is a turtle, a black turtleneck. Yes, it is. I'm just telling you this. I did not respond in the thread because you can't buy it anymore. Right. Harold's was a fantastic clothing store for many decades and it closed in the 2000s, I guess. Yeah, sometime I think in the early 2000s. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I still have it in my closet. It's a medium. I can't wear it very much anymore because not a medium anymore, <laughs> but I'm saving it. It's right. one of those pieces that I keep saving but no matter how much cannot, I purge my closet. Yes. Yeah. Cannot throw away. Exactly. Yeah. Or they'll be like gym to brunch, making athleisure work. And then they'll have their tips for how they make athleisure work. And then other people can be like, I do this. I do that. Be careful not to do this. Right. It's just really smart conversation about what you're wearing. I like that a lot. So, can I just say that like, I am as a teacher, as an educator, I am big on dressing for success. Mm -hmm. And this subreddit reminds me of this Instagram hashtag that we used to use several years ago called What the Teacher Wore Wednesday. Oh, fun. And no one does it anymore. And I wish that maybe we could start it again. But I just, I love fashion. I love just like showing outfits of the day. I think that's just so fun. I think for me, since like fashion taste and like how to put together an outfit, that does not come naturally to me. Right. If I see what someone else is doing, I can copy it and adapt it for myself. Get inspired. Exactly. Which is why I super love this Reddit. So another thing I love is all kinds of viewpoints are represented. So you're going to see people talking straight sizes. You're going to see people talking plus sizes. Right. Some people only shop thrift stores. Some people are shopping Nordstrom. Some people are shopping haute couture, yeah. but you're going to get the whole range. Yeah. Some people are really into sustainability. Some people don't mind fast fashion. It's very non-judgmental. It's very realistic. And it's just really interesting discussions about women's fashion. If you are new to Reddit, I will say, I think the easiest way to access Reddit and to interact with Reddit is on their mobile app. Oh, absolutely. I find their website to be Overwhelming. Overwhelming. It's very aesthetically clunky. Right. The interface of Reddit has never been good. I hate it on a web browser. Some people only use Reddit on their web browsers. I like their basic mobile app. It's very easy to navigate. I'm going to leave a link in the show notes to the subreddit itself. But if you click over and you're like, I don't understand what's happening here. Mm -hmm. Don't worry. Maybe try putting Reddit on your phone. And then look up female fashion advice. And I think you'll have a lot better experience. Absolutely. That's what I did was I downloaded the app. Because at first I was like, okay, I do not get this website. It's too confusing. Mm. It almost reminds you of like the early internet. Yes. And I think they do that intentionally. I mean, Reddit originally was like for more techie. Well, it was actually kind of more guy centered. Right. Techie, like stripped down, just what. Basics. Yes. Conversation. Conversation on the internet. No bells and whistles. And it still kind of has that look. But again, I just find that the mobile app is so much easier and makes so much more sense to navigate. Definitely. So. Anyway, those are our awesomes of the week, you guys. We're going to leave links in the show notes for you to go and check those out. And of course, we always want to hear what's awesome in your life. So like I said at the top of the show, you can find us over on Instagram. We have an awesome of the week thread on Instagram every week where it's sort of awesome show. Or of course, you can always come and join us in the hangout group at facebook.com slash groups slash sort of awesome hangout. All right, Emily. So we have put together 10 things to look forward to to do, to check out, to get to experience in spring of 2020, no matter what circumstances life finds you in. Right. 
So why don't you go ahead and just kick us off with the first thing on your list? All right. So the first thing on my list is a product on Amazon. It's not too expensive. It's about $23 and it's called the Planter's Choice Organic Herb Growing Kit and Herb Grinder. Okay. Planter's Choice Herb Growing Kit. Yes. Basically. basically. Okay. Yes. And so it comes with four herbs, basil, cilantro, chives, and parsley. And it's literally has everything that you need to grow some herbs, you know, indoors. Yeah. And so here's the story. You know, Corey and I live in an apartment, Mm -hmm. a very tiny apartment, which we'll be upgrading soon. But our, you know, I'm a plant person. Yes. I love plants. You love a plant. I love flowers. Well, our apartment patio, our balcony, does not face the east or the west. Oh, shoot. Right. So we have no plants. I have not been growing plants, you know, like I like to do. Yeah. And so I've been missing out on that. And so the whole like indoor herb growing thing has been around for, you know, a couple years. And I found this and it's, you know, it's affordable. You get four herbs with it. It comes with everything you need. And it's easy to grow indoors. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, what I love about this is that spring really is the time when we start thinking about new growth. Yes. And, and plants are, you know, in nature, obviously, are coming into bloom. And no matter whether you live in an apartment, a house, whatever, right. you can bring that feeling of like, okay, something's growing, something's alive. Yes. And you can bring it into your living space. Absolutely. So, and you love to cook. So mm-hmm. you can just pull those herbs off as fresh they grow herbs. and yep. have fresh herbs when you're cooking. There you go. So that is so fun. I love that. Yeah. Speaking of new life and new growth, the first one I'm going to put on my list is going to have to do with Easter. So this year, 2020, Easter Sunday is April 12th. Okay. Okay. Now, what I want to talk about for my first one is kind of more of an idea. And that is the idea of practicing the whole Easter season. Did you know Easter is a whole season on the church calendar? I did not. Yeah. It is. So many more people, I think, these days who are Christians are really rediscovering the traditional church calendar. Right. A lot more people, I feel like in just the past three or four years, who did not grow up with the liturgical calendar are practicing things like Advent and Lent and these long seasons that are on the church calendar. Well, as it turns out, and I did not know this until we converted to Catholicism, Easter is not just one day. It is the biggest day, the biggest high holy like celebration day on right. the church calendar. But then you get Easter tide or the Easter season, and which is before Easter. It starts on Easter and it goes through to Pentecost. Oh, so I'm going to read a little background on this for you guys. Okay, so yes, so Easter tide starts on Easter Sunday, goes through to Pentecost, and it says, and I'll put a link. This is from CatholicCulture.org. But it says that the 50 days from Easter Sunday to Pentecost are celebrated in joyful exultation as one feast day, or better yet, as one great Sunday. And so there's this idea that all of those 50 days, those are big days for rejoicing and just celebrating the entire season. Right. And so instead of just doing like dyeing eggs and, you know, doing some little craft activities with your kids or whatever, you know, just on what we might consider Easter weekend. I'm going to put some links in the show notes for you guys to check out ways that you can observe, celebrate, especially as a family, do some more hands-on learning about what Easter means and what we're celebrating and what Pentecost is to take you from Easter Sunday all the way through to Pentecost. As a reminder, like 
we're not just taking down our Easter decorations as soon as we get home from church on right. Sunday morning. Right. There's 50 days to get to celebrate. And wow. this is a time to, during Lent, the 40 days leading up to Easter, we don't sing the Alleluia in church. We don't have, you know, joyful music. In fact, at our church, there's no organ prelude before mass starts. Almost all the music is a cappella. It's just like very stripped down and right. very subdued. Right. But then once we get into the Easter season, then it's like all the things, right. you know, like wow. so much happiness, so much celebration. Yeah. So anyway, I'm going to drop some links in the show notes, but my first one on the list for sure is rediscovering now that everybody's kind of in this liturgical mood, mm-hmm. rediscovering the idea of Easter tide and stretching out the Easter season for the full 50 days. Cool. Yes. Love it. All right. What's next on your list? Okay. So next on my list is an app and it is called Daily Art. Ooh, this is totally on brand for you. I know. (laughs) Yes. So originally I had been looking at like virtual tours. I think, you know, people are pretty aware of what museums do virtual tours. Plus it's pretty easy to search by Google, but I love this app, Daily Art. So you download it and they send you a new piece of art a picture of a painting every day. Oh my gosh. Yes. That's awesome. Now, it really is. The upgrade is $5. Now, you don't have to do the upgrade, but I'm an art teacher, so I went ahead and did it. It makes sense, yes. To get rid of the ads and stuff. And then, so you scroll down when it shows you the art, you scroll down and it tells you, like, today's art is a Rembrandt. And it tells you the history of it. Oh Um, my goodness. It's just like, it tells you the size of it. It just tells you, like, little anecdotal aspects of the painting or sculpture. Yeah. So I'm just loving it. And it sends push notifications so I can just, you know, show my kids. Yes. I love it. That is so great. And again, something that you can totally do virtually. So even for as long as we might be stuck inside this spring, you can still check it out. You feel like you have a little bit of a window on the world when you can experience some art. Absolutely. By yourself or with your kids or whatever. Yeah. I love that. So yeah. yes, we will for sure have a link for that app in the show notes. You have your phone open and I just keep staring at this piece. I it's know. so beautiful. <laughs> it really is. It really is. So great. Okay. Well, speaking of things that are on brand for you, I think you're going to be really excited about the next one on my list. Okay. Are you prepared for this? Yes. Okay. It is a book. By the time this episode comes out, it's going to be dropping brand new, hot off the press in just a few days. Okay. It is called The Office, The Untold Story of the Greatest Sitcom of the 2000s and Oral History. Okay. (laughs) You've got to tell me all the things. For those of you that don't know, I am a huge Huge uh, Office fan. Yeah, tell the awesomes. You were just telling me about you and Corey and how much The Office is on in your home. Okay, so we just watch it all the time. Like, we'll start at the very beginning, season one, episode one, and then we will watch it all the way through. And as soon as we're done with the last episode, we just started again. Yeah. And I was telling Megan earlier, whenever we're having it, so we don't have a dining room table right now. We just eat at TV trays for the time being. Well, when we're eating meals, The Office is on. Like, and when you're getting ready, we're the getting is on. ready when we're like, you know, when we're playing on our phones at night before we go to bed, the office is on unless we're watching a movie. So I am a very hardcore <laughs> office fan. Yes. Like even my kids. Okay. Oh my gosh. I didn't ever told you this. I have inside one of my cabinets, I have drawings that my kids have drawn for me. Oh my goodness. Of characters from the office oh. because I talk about it so much in class and. 
related. And the kids love it. I mean, it's so trendy with them too. Oh, yes. So like, tell me all about this. Okay. So here's the story. Rolling Stone writer Andy Green has written this book. It takes readers behind the scenes of their favorite moments, their favorite characters, kind of gives you the in-depth behind the scenes, exclusive interviews, like how did this episode come together? Even this whole show come together. It's an actual, you know, sometimes we talk about oral history, a writer will write like a long read piece on the internet for an oral history. There was so much information for the office that this is an actual book. It does come out on March the 24th. So again, by the time this episode drops, it's going to be out in just a few days. Yeah. It just goes all the way in depth the biggest deep dive you could ever hope to do on The Office. And it looks fantastic. Oh, I can't wait. And I love the fact that he gets interviews with the actual people who, you know, directors, producers, actors, the whole thing. Right. Who are were part of this total iconic show from the 2000s that is so much a part of our pop culture that, yeah. So yeah. I'm thinking this would be a perfect one to oh, put on your list my gosh. for is, sure is to read. pre-ordering available? Pre-order is available oh, right now. yes. So you can make sure that you can grab it. It looks like right now on pre-order, it's like $19.60. You know, Amazon, the prices are going to be all over the place. You right. can grab it on Kindle for like $14. So yeah. I'll put a link in the show notes if you are like Emily and you cannot wait to deep dive behind the scenes yes. of your favorite sitcom. You know, it's funny that you said it's trendy with the kids. Because the girls will watch it too. Mm-hmm. Now, they don't understand all the context and backstory. And it's so funny to me because Daisy's 15. So she'll be watching episodes that I was watching when, you know, before she was born. Right. Or like when she was a newborn. Right. When she was a baby and a toddler. And now they Full do, circle yeah, thing. I don't even full know. Full circle. Yeah. They yeah. like to watch it too. I will say watching it with my kids has made me realize a lot of the humor is I a little. Know. Like I'm a little bit it's like, okay. a little inappropriate. <laughs> didn't realize it until I was watching it with my children. (laughs) Anyway, The Office, The Untold Story of the Greatest Sitcom of the 2000s by Andy Green. Something to look forward to this spring for sure. Yes. All right. What's next on your list? Okay. So next on my list is a beauty subscription box. Uh Now, we have talked a lot about beauty subscription boxes. At one time, you and I were both huge Ipsy fans. I did the Sephora Play Box. Well, last year at some point, I quit all of them. And now I have another one because I just can't stay away. So this one is kind of new. Not a lot of people have heard about it. Now it is $15 a month. It's called the Allure Beauty Box. You know, Allure, the magazine. Sure. What I like about this is that it comes with several products, I think five or six. And two of them, at least two of them are full size. So for example, in my first box, I got a full size moisturizing primer and a full size Tarte Mascara, one of my favorite Tarte Mascaras. What? In a box that was $15? Yes. are those Tarte Mascaras like 25 bucks? That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, you're totally getting your money's worth. Yes. Free shipping. You can cancel any time or skip a box. Mm-hmm. You get a new member gift that's at least $15 value. I mean, it really is a great deal. Okay. Here's what I love about this. Now, I quit Ipsy 2. Remember, and Awesomes, you may remember, or you may not because- It's okay if you don't remember every detail of my life. And it has been a minute since I talked about this on the show. But starting back in October, I decided to do a no buy replacements only Mm -hmm. spending freeze on makeup because I had a come to Jesus moment where I was like, holy Moses, (laughs) why do I have so much makeup and skincare? This is ridiculous. I'm one person. Even giving things to the girls that I didn't want and to you. Yeah. 
I still had so much cluttering up everywhere. Right. So I stopped everything. I stopped Ipsy. I stopped buying things, picking up a lipstick every time I go to CVS. Uh-huh. Guilty uh-huh. as charged. And I've really learned a lot. That's one thing I'm looking forward to this spring, you guys, because at the end of March, my spending freeze is over. Yay! <laughs> so I could get the Allure Beauty Box. There you but go. what I'm loving about what you're saying is it's a combination of full size and sample size. Right. Which to me, like I did have the Ipsy subscription level for a while that was like the five full size products for $25. Uh-huh. Emily, I cannot use that many no way. products. No way. Month to month. Absolutely not. But then I dropped down to the one that's just their sample sizes. And uh-huh. I'm like, well, now I have a billion samples right. floating around that I like never end up using and throwing away. Yes. Yes. <laughs> for some reason, that's on me. I get it. I have all the bags floating around all the mm-hmm. time. But I love that this is a combo. You get yeah. full sizes and you get sample sizes. Absolutely. So now that my spending freeze is over, I love to, it sounds like it's easy to start and stop. So maybe oh, you yeah. could do it just a few times a year. Sure. Just to kind of have a refresh of your products. Absolutely. Or Absolutely. So, that's so great. Okay. So the Allure Beauty Box. Yes. Loving that. Okay. Well, the next one on my list is some music. Okay. Now you've been hanging out with our family for a few days. And I think you know that our family is super into music. Oh, yes. Very much. <laughs> we <laughs> always have music going on. You really do. Here. Okay. So that's something that actually already came out, but you guys, I think this is the perfect mood music for this spring when we're all experiencing some trouble. Okay. okay. Yes. This is a new solo album from Nathaniel Rateliff. I love L-O-V-E, love Nathaniel Rateliff. Okay. What kind of music does he play? Well, okay. This particular album, mm-hmm. I will say the album is called, And It's Still All Right, is the name of the album. Okay. This is going to be more of that melancholy, folksy kind of music. Okay. I did talk about Nathaniel Rateliff back on episode 159. My Awesome of the Week on that episode was Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night Sweats. That's his band that he does work with sometimes, releases music with. So that album was called Tearing at the Seams. That was more, and I talked a lot about it. You can go back and listen to it if you want. But anyway, that particular album was a lot of like really funky retro R&B soul kind of music. I love that album. It's probably one of my top five favorite albums of all time. Oh, wow. It's Nathaniel Whiteliff and the Night Sweats tearing at the seams. But okay. this is Nathaniel Whiteliff solo album, and it's still all right. This is going to be much more downbeat. Okay. This is melancholy. This is matching the mood, our collective mood right now, that we're just kind of like going through it. Right. With, you know, this being an election year, that was the thing. And then we've got pandemic happening. Yes. It's just kind of a time where you're like, you know, sometimes I just want to put on some sad music. Right. And just have a moment. Yes. You can do that with this solo album from Nathaniel Rateliff. It's really folksy. It's like kind of like that intimate, like you might hear it in the background at your favorite coffee shop. Okay. Kind of music. Like Nora Jones. I'm thinking like Nora Jones. Yes. Or... Maybe not as jazzy as Nora okay. Jones. Okay. A little bit more folksy. It is going to have that signature. Like one thing I love that Nathaniel Rateliff does is he kind of like mumbles through the lyrics a little bit. Okay. I find it really sexy. I find it really (laughs) appealing. And I just really like it. Now, Kyle and I listened through the whole album all the way through when it first dropped. Kyle was like, eh, that's not my favorite. He does like a lot more of the, like when he's playing with the Night Sweats, it's a lot of like big music. Yeah. This is going to be much more subdued. So I don't often recommend these albums because I tend to be a really big music person, just like big sounds, big notes, big voices. Right. 
But for the mood we're all in right now, I think this is a perfect match. So okay. I'm totally digging it. Again, it's the Thane Lake Left Solo album, and it's still all right. But I'm going to put a link even in the show notes just to the title track, and it's still all right. Check it out if you like that track. I think you'll like the whole album. Maybe that should be our theme for the rest of the spring. <laughs> and it's still all right. <laughs> exactly. There you go. Yes. Okay, sister, what is fourth on your list for things to look forward to this spring? All right. I know you're not going to be surprised about this, okay. but my next thing is a beauty product. <laughs> <laughs> and again, thank goodness my spending freeze is over. Yes. Okay, what's up? Okay, now this is called the Elf Beautifully Bare Natural Glow Face Palette. Okay. It is all of $8, and here's what it comes with. It's a quad, okay. and it comes with two blushes, a bronzer, and a highlighter. Mm. I bought this. I don't have it with me, but it's great. It's got a nude blush. Kind of a rosy pink blush. Okay. A beautiful highlighter and then this beautiful gold bronzer. Oh. It's perfect. And for $8, you've got four products. Yes. And it's Elf. So you're going to be able to find it yes. like at your local like uh, Target. Target, CVS, Walmart. Ulta. Yeah. yeah. Any place yeah. that carries Elf. Right. I'm looking at it on your screen. That is so pretty and I think perfect for spring. Yeah. When, Absolutely. When you just kind of want to have a little bit of pinkish shimmer going on. Mm. We're coming out of the doldrums of winter. Even if we're stuck at home, listen, huh? you and I are big believers in this idea that even if you're at home, put on your makeup. Absolutely. When you glance at yourself in the mirror, you're going to feel good. You feel like you maybe feel a little more put together, even if you're just hanging out at home all day. Feel a less little pasty, which is what I am right now. You are not pasty. in the winter. You really are not pasty. Either that or you ring this palette and you look like you have a rosy glow. <laughs> Thank <on>. you. <laughs> Okay, so that's from Elf. What is the name of it again? Just one more time and I'll okay. make sure it's in the show notes. Right. So the Beautifully Bare Natural Glow Face Palette. Okay, for $8, you cannot beat it. I know. For sure. Okay, well, next on my list is I want to encourage you guys to this spring, especially while we're stuck indoors, because even if and when our restrictions on, you know, going out and socializing with others our restrictions on social contact when that is complete and hopefully we can say goodbye to Corona. Still, like this coming week in Oklahoma, it's going to rain every single day right. of our spring break. Texas too. So sometimes you're stuck inside. I want to encourage you guys to dance it out this spring. Okay. Now, I want to remind everybody that back on Sort of Awesome episode 193, co-host Kelly and I did a whole deep dive on the Nagoski sisters book, Burnout, mm -hmm. where we talk about the stress cycle and why we get so caught up in that, why our bodies and our minds are so run down because we never really process through that stress. We right. never really take time to recover. Right. And one of the biggest takeaways that I have taken from that book, Burnout, which is fantastic. And if you haven't read it, what are you doing with your life? <laughs> this is the perfect time to get burnout. I'll put a link in the show notes for that too. But one of the biggest things that especially Dr. Nagoski, Emily Nagoski talks about is that we need to complete the stress cycle and we need to do something physical as right. much as possible to indicate to our bodies, like you're not in panic mode. Right. Get moving. Get those stress chemicals processed through your system. Right. Dancing is a fun way to do that. That's true. Now, I've been having so much fun with AJ learning TikTok dances. Yes. You see us doing oh, that. Yes. But I'm going to send you guys over to YouTube. YouTube is free. I'm going to put some of my favorite channels in the show notes that you guys can check out. But even if you're doing like Zumba at home, or you're learning hip hop dances that were popular when you were in high school. Right, there you go. If you're dancing with your toddlers, if you're doing go noodle with your school age kids, get up, do some dancing, do a little bit, especially if you're inside for long periods during the day, 
to just get your movements going. So you're processing all of the chemicals that are stress related that can build up in our system. Right. So that was what was on my list. And again, YouTube's totally free and you can totally find some fun stuff to do on there. And you might just discover that, you know what, it's not so bad being stuck inside when I can move my body like this. Absolutely. So, all right, we're about to finish up our list already. What is the last thing on your list of something to look forward to, to check out, to do, to use in spring of 2020? All right. So my very last favorite thing right now, this spring, is the CeraVe AM Facial Moisturizing Lotion with sunscreen. Oh, nice. I love CeraVe. I do too. I love all of their products. Yes. So little confession time. I have always used a moisturizer, but I have not always worn sunscreen Mm -hmm. in the mornings. Okay. I usually just wear it in the summer. You know, I usually don't wear it in the fall and winter and stuff. But as I've talked about before, I'm doing the whole Retin-A regime. Mm-hmm. And when you're using Retin-A, you absolutely, without a doubt, have to yes. have to use sunscreen. And so I picked this up. It's light. It's not too expensive. You can get it at Walmart or Target. CVS. Um, that's where CVS. I always get CVS. Now that I use the CVS app, I finally figured out how their extra bucks uh-huh. and rewards bucks work. Uh-huh. Plus, it's like really close to your yeah, house. And it's super close to my house. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, so I always get mine there. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you can put this on in the morning, yeah, you're moisturized, your sunscreen. Yeah. Put it on like before your primer or whatever. It's just, it's great. So good. And it's a great price point too. It really, it really is. is. It really is. Yeah. Okay. You guys, the last thing on my list, since we are looking at a few weeks of being stuck inside, we may as well be productive and get some of those things around the house that we've been meaning to get to. I agree. It's a good time to tackle those projects you've been putting off. So the last thing on my list is something I found on the internet. Again, it's totally free. It's Martha Stewart's Deep Cleaning Guide. Oh. When it comes to spring cleaning, Emily, I sometimes am like, okay, I can kind of understand like I need to like declutter. I need to like maybe clean a little bit more than I usually do. But her guide tells you, oh no, 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 no. If you're going to actually do a spring clean, deep clean, mm-hmm. here's what you need to do. It's she talks about like waxing the wood and oh, wow. dusting the, you know, all of the shutters or blinds in your house. Like any little project that you just normally skip over because who has the time? Right. Well, you guys, the spring, I think we have the gift of time yeah. while we're inside yeah. to get this done. And again, even if you're living in a place where you don't have limited social contact or whatever, you can still totally tackle some of the, just to pick a few projects from right. her spring cleaning guide. I'll put a link in the show notes to it. But the thing that I like about Martha Stewart is she's very serious about what her whole thing is. Really excellent homemaking, but it's also really approachable. Right. And you could try to do everything on the list if you wanted to, or just pick a few things that you've been putting off. I know for me, the one thing that I literally never do during the year is clean the floorboards. I was just going to say the baseboards, Megan. Yeah, the baseboards. That's I what I mean. Yes. just going to say that. Yeah. That's crazy because I will look in our bathroom at the baseboards yep. and be like, oh my gosh. I need but to then clean you them. don't clean but it. But then I don't do it. Exactly. <laughs> the same thing. Like look around my house right yeah. now. I'm looking right at some baseboards in our bedroom that have a layer of dust across yep. the top. Yep. So yes. So this is a great time of year to do it. No matter what your circumstances are, grab some cleaning supplies and tackle it. And then I'm going to throw one more thing at you guys. This is a sort of bonus. And I just shared this link with you last night. So, you know, like a while back, the app Shine was a sponsor of Sort of Awesome. Yeah. And I actually went ahead and bought like their membership because I think it's such a fantastic app. It's kind of like a self-care 
mental health promoting app. Sure. I just love it. Well, since Shine is all about promoting good mental health, they know that a lot of people, this coronavirus situation pandemic is causing a lot of added anxiety and added pressure, stress for people. Whether or not you already struggle with some mental health issues, it's stressful, but especially if you already have a tendency to some mental health situations, this can be such a stressful time. So just as a bonus, I want to tell you that, and I sent this to Emily, they've put together a website, collaborated with some other people called Mm virusanxiety.com. And it walks you through, it gives you meditations, it gives you links to articles, it gives you all kinds of resources to help you with your coronavirus related anxiety. So I sent you the link last night and you checked it out. I did. Full disclosure. I was having a lot of anxiety yesterday. A couple of tears were shed, you know, like I deal with anxiety and obsessive compulsive thoughts on the regular on a good day. So when the media and everybody is talking about this, it's like they're talking about things that I'm trying to work in in therapy. Mm -hmm. You know, I read it. It's got so many resources. It's got like categories for like, you know, are you having obsessive thoughts? Are you experiencing some xenophobic thoughts Mm -hmm. or just general anxiety? And then you click on categories, you can scroll. I mean, it's really a pretty robust guide. It really is. It really is. So I'm going to put a link in the show notes. Great resources for any time you have a flare up, but especially related to coronavirus. Yes. It's so great. Okay, you guys, this is our list of things to look forward to, 10 things to look forward to in spring of 2020. Emily, if people want to find you to follow up on any of this, where can we find you all around the web? They can find me on Instagram at Emily34331. And then I'm also very active in the Hangout group on Facebook. All right. You can find me all around the web all on social media at Sorta Awesome Meg. Don't forget, you can find the show on Twitter at Sorta Awesome Pod. And you can find us anytime on Facebook at facebook.com slash Sorta Awesome. You guys, thanks so much for listening. Emily, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. All right. We'll see y'all next time. Sorta Awesome was created and is hosted by me, Meg Teets. Sarah Robertson is our assistant producer and production collaboration comes from Kelly Gordon and Rebecca Hoffer. Kelly Gordon is our digital media producer and we are so thankful for the ongoing support from our listener supporters. Music is provided by the band Prager. You can find more of Prager's music at pragermusic.com. To find show notes on this and every episode of Sorta Awesome and also to spread the Sorta Awesome love to all of your friends, you can head on over to sortaawesomeshow.com. 